Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends, and thanks for listening today. We're moving on in our study in 1 Corinthians. Today we're going to be starting chapter 8, and we're going to be looking at verses 1 through 3 and uh, looking into this text. But before we uh, get into the Word, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for a new day and a fresh start, and our hearts are ready, our minds are alert, and we are hungry for your Word. We want to grow to be more like Jesus. So, Father, send your Spirit, uh, as you faithfully do, uh, to teach and guide us through your Word, uh, that we might hear from heaven and tune our ears to the sound of your voice, uh, so that in our living and doing, we might look and sound and act more like Jesus. Uh, Transform our hearts, Lord God. Today we pray by the power of your Spirit at work within us, and we give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, this is uh, what Paul said to the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians 8, 1 through 3. Now about food sacrificed to idols, we know that we all possess knowledge, but knowledge puffs up while love builds up. Those who think they know something do not yet know as they ought to know, but whoever loves God is known by God. Now, at the beginning of this passage, uh, Paul tips his hand and he indicates what the next section is going to be about. And the entirety of chapter 8 is about this issue of food sacrifice to idols. Now, in the polytheism of the wider Greek culture, um, with uh, temples to every god they had a name for, um, there were lots of sacrifices going on in lots of temples. And those sacrifices were being presented to idol gods, untrue gods. Um, And so the issue of whether or not uh, the believers should participate in eating meat or food sacrificed to those idols um, came up, evidently. And uh, Paul felt the need to address that. Um, You'll remember that um, as the church was taking off, um, Peter too had a vision from God about foods that were previously unclean uh, to them when they were under the old covenant. Um, and God uh, gave Peter a vision of uh, having freedom to eat foods that previously would have been uh, not um, acceptable. And so this kind of falls into that same category of acceptable behavior for believers regardless of maybe the source of the food or the intent of the food. And so uh, that's the purpose of chapter 8, and we'll be unpacking that over the next few days. Um, but I like what Paul says as he moves into verse 1. He says, we know that we all possess knowledge. In other words, um, if you're a human being and you're on this planet and you have a, a functioning brain, you're going to learn things. You're going to translate the world around you through your senses Uh, through the things that you learn in school, through your firsthand experiences. And so we all have knowledge um, about a variety of things as we experience them and learn about them. Um, But he says knowledge has a tendency to puff up. Now, I think this is quite evident. Um, If you ever uh, have hovered around intellectual circles, 
uh, there does seem to be an undercurrent of pride in those settings uh, as people make discoveries and as they push the limits of human knowledge and writing papers and uh, going out on the edge of, of um, normal thought, uh, there does seem to be a tendency toward uh, a prideful sense of um, what people know. And I think that's exactly what Paul is getting at. Knowledge puffs up. I imagine in the philosophical circles of the day, uh, Paul had encountered that, and we know that he did, actually from the book of Acts, uh, especially in his count, an encounter with the great philosophical minds of the day in Acts chapter 17, we know that he took on the great minds of the day and uh, challenged them with the, the gospel, and challenged them with the worldview of the gospel as opposed to the worldview of their own uh, thought life. And so um, that's where this comes from. I mean, it's true that knowledge puffs us up. It makes us prideful the more we think we know. Uh, and Paul addresses that those who think they know something do not yet know as they ought to know. Um, so the pride of, in, of, of intellectualism is pride of thinking that you have arrived, that you have discovered things few have discovered or few could possibly hope to know. And there's a pride that runs, uh, through that line of thinking, uh, that undercurrent of pride actually keeps people from knowing that which they ought to know. And what Paul is referring to is that pride then becomes a barrier to faith. Uh, that, that pride that puffs up one's mind keeps one uh, often from considering faith as a, as a viable option, as a viable worldview, uh, because they see it as small-minded. And um, so Paul is saying the ones who are so uh, intellectually strong uh, think they know something and yet don't know as they ought to know. So knowledge puffs up, but the converse of that, Paul says, is love builds up. And that's so true. If you devote your life to loving other people, to encouraging other people, to lifting other people ahead of yourself, uh, then that will build you up. That will elevate your uh, soul. That will um, that will put your feet on solid ground uh, because uh, a life that is um, devoted to loving others is a life that um, uh, builds people up. And um, those kind of people uh, walk on the ground of um, spiritual truth and they walk in the footprints of Jesus and uh, Jesus was devoted to loving God and loving others, and he gave us the same commands that we should love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love our neighbor as ourselves. And Jesus said himself that all of the law and the prophets was summed up in those two commands. And uh, we can't devote ourselves any, to anything greater than uh, learning how to love people and uh, love them in the love of Christ, love them toward the gospel, love them toward saving faith. Um, that, that's a life that builds up. And um, yeah, Paul finishes his thinking here in verse 3 by saying, whoever loves God is known by God. And so uh, loving God leads to knowing God. And that's true in any relationship. When you love a person, you get to know them. Uh, you get to know the intricacies of their mind and heart. You get to know the things that 
um, make them get a little emotional. You know, you get to know the things that make them a little angry. You get to know the things that cause them fear and anxiety. And um, loving God is to know God as loving anyone is to get to know that person. And uh, so Paul presents an argument here uh, that that has a uh, knowledge puffing up, but love building up. And uh, his encouragement is obviously that we would embrace the the converse that we would embrace love, um, because love leads to uh, loving God leads to knowing God, and our relationship with God is is the key thing. It's the most important thing on our journey of faith. And Paul's encouragement is that we would, instead of allowing knowledge to puff us up, we would uh, focus on loving, which builds up and leads to knowing God. All right, my friends, I'm encouraged by these words today. Uh, don't get tripped up by the the intellectual stuff. Yes, it's fun to pursue knowledge. It's fun to learn things. Uh, even from a spiritual perspective, it's fun to learn about Scripture and unpack it and learn about the context and learn about the background and all of these things. Uh, but ultimately, if we miss the God of Scripture in the midst of our study, then uh, we... Uh, we don't know what we ought to know, as Paul says in verse 2. We think we know something, but we don't yet know what we ought to know. And so let's focus on getting to know uh, the God that we ought to know, the God that this is all about, and let's love him with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength today. All right, my friends, God bless. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to study. Hope these words are of encouragement to you.